River Valley and First Lavaca Church. This is Kimmy Robbins, and I'm so glad to be joining you uh, for the First Lavaca podcast. This week, we've got some very special guests. We've got the dynamic uh, children's pastoring duo, uh, <laughs> Tyler right. and Laura Cloyd. Hey, guys. What's up? And I'm very excited to have you on here. This is your first time uh, guest speaking. I don't know what, guesting? Guesting. Guesting. It's our first guesting Yeah, guesting appearance. You got it, girl. Sounding super intelligent. Um, I just like it that we're special guests. Oh, yes. We're not just The average (laughs) guest. My super average guest. (laughs) No. Um, You guys have been um, serving here in the River Valley for several years now. Is that right? That's right. About We've been at First Slovakia for about five years now. Yep. Okay. Five years. Been members of the church for... Uh, 10. Okay. Coming up on 10 years. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know yes. that. So you you have, have you always lived in the Lovaca area? No, no. I I grew up in Oklahoma and okay. uh, moved to Arkansas after I came out of a postgraduate. But the reason why I know we've been here for 10 years is because when we were married, I became a member. i very shortly after, became a member of the church. So okay. as long as I remember our, our anniversary, I know how many years we've been a member exactly. <laughs> you can go and into so, our database and figure out how when your anniversary is. Laura's definitely been a member here for much, much longer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, before we uh, go any further, I'm sure that you've heard all about the infamous uh, icebreaker games we, yes. <laughs> we play. On the, yes. They yes. both say it with Breaking dread in their eyes. Um so today, I have a question for you. Okay. And I want you to think long and deep. Not too long, though, because this is a pretty short <laughs> podcast. Um, I want to know what your most humbling experience in life mm. so far has been. Uh, humbling experience. Yes. And I will, while you're thinking, I will share mine. Okay. And, uh, of course, I got to set the stage. This is junior high, where all the most humbling events happen, I feel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in choir and I went to a private school. So every Wednesday we had chapel and Mm -hmm. on those days we had to wear dresses. Well, the girls did. Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) Everyone. No, we had to wear, we had to dress up. And so um, I was this, I was the awkward teen. I mean, I'm, I still am the awkward (laughs) adult, but um, so I went to the bathroom in the middle of choir, came out and decided I need a drink. And, yes. oh, I'm just realizing, I really hope the guy that I'm about to talk about isn't listening to the podcast, but <laughs> I bent down to get a drink, and I turn around and see my best friend's eyes are like saucers. Just yeah. her face has gone white. Oh, no. She's looking at me. Oh, no. And the, the guy behind me, I had a crush on him. He was standing in line waiting to get a drink of water. And she turns around and she goes, your dress, your dress. And I looked down. I tucked my, the entire ah. back of my dress into my nylons and my underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> and like, no. it just mooned <laughs> the boy behind oh. me. It was, you know, you, you never feel less cool than when you walk out of a bathroom with your 
everything. Holy yeah. Yes. So then my other most humiliating humiliating moment was also in junior high. We had stairs and I had one of those huge roller backpacks. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Because we couldn't have lockers, I guess. I don't know. But or my mom my mom was very concerned about my back. So um <laughs> I had all of my books in it, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to lift it with my arm. I'm going to actually put this sucker on my back. And no. so I put it on my back, and my small junior high body could not stand <laughs> the top heavyweight. And I rolled like a n- stupid ninja turtle <laughs> down the stairs. Oh, my word. Landed with all my books around me. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Yay, junior high. Uh, <laughs> those are yeah. fantastic. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, so have great. you thought of your most humbling moments? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I think of like, that, I seem like that, there's the, the embarrassing moments and then humbling. Um, I don't have a ton of embarrassing moments. So I couldn't really, I mean, <laughs> like if you just. My life is awesome. But, but, <laughs> but because I thought I was really cool when I was in junior high, but if you, <laughs> But if you look at pictures, <laughs> like if I look back, like just putting those pictures online would would Awkward. probably be the most humbling oh, moment of my man. life. Um, so yeah, but um, but no, there this this wasn't like a public uh, humbling. This was more of a private humbling. But um, you know, as 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 a dad of of two boys and a little girl, mm-hmm. but I've got two boys that uh, love to wrestle. And they love to to see if they can take Daddy down. Well, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's as all guys. Everyone like it's mm-hmm. if I can defeat you know Alpha Male, then I can become Alpha Male. <laughs> and I feel yes. like they're gonna do this, and that's why that's one reason why I want to stay in shape when I'm fifty, so that I can still take him down. But anyways, <laughs> so I'm I'm in high school, and I'm on a, a project with my dad um, at one of his job sites, and um, this is. Uh, right before football season came around, and he, my dad was a huge, big, great football player in high mm-hmm. school, um, and so he was always talking to me about different ways to play. And uh, at this time, I'm a junior in high school, and it, it probably at that time, I was probably the most like most physical fit that I've I've been in my life. Okay, um, I've, and I felt like I was pretty hot stuff. So <laughs> my dad's telling Laura me, agrees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can tell. And so my dad's telling me about this move that he did in high school called the forearm shiver. And oh, it's called the forearm. It sounds awful. I know, it does. And, uh, and he was like, you know, this is how you get uh, linemen off of you. This is, you know, when you're on defense, you can use the forearm shiver to get them off you and, and go make a play. And I'm like, I'm like, Dad, you've always told me about this, but like I've, I've never seen it. Like, does it really work? You know, I mean, we've. You, it's been a while since you played football. Like, listen to me yeah. talking about that. And my dad's like, well, I'll, let me show you. And I was like, okay. And so he's like, go ahead and get down in a three-point stance and uh, come at me. And I was I was starting on the offensive line at the time, so I felt like I was, I was going to give my dad, you know, again, good test alpha male out a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so I come firing off, and I'm about three yards out, and I come firing off, and I come at him at close to full speed, and get my hands up and give a good push off of him and almost lift him off his feet where mm-hmm. he falls down. He didn't fall down, but he almost did. And he was kind of shooken up a little bit. And, and he's he was a big like, guy. Yeah, I and mean, that's big. That's, yeah. that's probably twice the size of me. I mean, solid, <laughs> solid man. Um, good old like, oh. Oklahoma boy. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I, I didn't know we were going full speed. And I was like, oh, I, I just thought you were going to 
that was the best way to show you or for you to show me. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh, well, okay, let's, let's do it again. And so I'm getting ready and I come off even harder because I know my dad's ready for it now. <laughs> and by the time I go. get to him, my hands don't get on him. Before I know it, I'm lifted up off the ground. I'm looking at the sky as I land flat on my back. Oh, no. And so if you, I know my listeners can't really see, but if you take your forearm out in front of you and you, you know, low it down and you throw it up and imagine if you're squatting mm-hmm. down and you ex- as you explode up throwing your yeah. forearm up the force of that of course my dad's forearm is about the size of my thigh right. so <laughs> it that hit me in the chest lifted me up off the ground again I was a good I mean I was probably 180 pounds but I was pretty stout it lifted me off the ground and landed on my back took the wind out of me and I'm Ooh. kind of like looking around and my dad's like that's the forearm shiver. <laughs> and it just kind of walks off. And I'm just laying there Mike for a little drop. bit. Yeah, yes. it, it's exactly Humbled. what it was. And, and at that point, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to test my dad again. You know, That's, I think every teenage boy needs to go through that one experience of like, yeah. oh, there is somebody bigger than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 My dad can still take dad me. And I think even now, like, I mean, my dad's, my dad's probably in his, in his I'm going to hopefully get those age out, but he's he's in his probably mid-50s mm-hmm. and... um. And I, some when I when I see him, I'm like, man, I, he could still take me. Like, it's still, still kind of. Have you tried strong. this this forearm shiver since I, then? I, I would like you know, to know. I, I did. I did I try see it. A forearm shiver. Yeah. I did. You're right. I did. I did try to practice one day, and our coaches were like, "You're not doing that." So you could kill really somebody. Again, but, but I believe my dad when he said he used it and it worked. So yeah, there you go. sounds like yeah. yeah, that's great. Oh goodness, have you thought of one? Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, go for it, Laura. So this is more um, when I was in college. Okay. So I was at college at UFIS uh, here in Fort Smith, mm-hmm. and um, they had just built this massive new student center. Hmm. And um, all these donors, these wealthy donors, had given money to build this just amazing student center. And... Um, Anyway, they were having the dedication to the student center, and they had asked um, they'd asked me to speak on behalf of the students. Oh, cool. And um, anyway, me being this confident little college girl was gonna <laughs> deliver this, yeah. this speech to all these people. <laughs> oh dear! And so I um, I got there, and there were tons of people there, and it was my turn to speak, and mm-hmm. they introduced me, and I went up I went up onto the stage, and um, as soon as I looked out, like right in front of me was like all of the donors and like my heart just no like pressure or went anything. down yeah. to my stomach. Oh. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then like for once in my life, my, my mind went completely blank. Oh. And never, I, it never happened before. And I could, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she can always think of something, I, is that true? I completely forgot my speech Aww. totally and completely oh, man. and awful. i mean talking about humiliating i was so humiliated so i'm just like i just kind of start rambling and then they can tell that i don't know mm-hmm. what i'm supposed to be saying right. and i was like well the student center is a place <laughs> that you don't have to remember your speeches oh no <laughs> just, oh yeah i mean please, I please feel, give money uh, please <laughs> i feel like i just like jacked up this like formal thing and I just wanted to run off stage and cry. <laughs> uh, so when you know all these moments where you know yeah. I'm not such big stuff. 
Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't funny. It yeah. wasn't really funny. It was, it was just, you're just it was now just, learning to laugh about it. Oh. It was just humiliating. Oh, oh man. You poor thing. We're all laughing at Tyler. We're all like, oh, Laura. <laughs> oh, Laura. I know everyone's going to come give you a hug on Sunday. Be That's like, right. I feel you, girl. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Be like, I oh, was at that thing. Yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't write a check that day because, no, there's this one girl. No. I love it. Well, today we are going to be talking about kids. We've got our children's pastor. Yay. I'm very excited. I've got three of my own. I know you have a whole army of kids. Yes. Um, But what I'd like to talk about specifically is our kids, the church of tomorrow, or are they the church of today? Um, Mm. One thing that I struggle with or have in the past is churches that um, kind of put kids in almost like this holding cell. Like they are, we're babysitting them until they are old enough to make a mature decision or until they are, Mm. uh, I guess, ministerable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I think for, for, generations has kind of been the thought. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that I've talked to you, Tyler, about um, just recently is that um, it, it frustrates me a little bit um, when children's pastors and youth pastors are only seen as kind of the practice pastor or they're learning their craft, yeah. I guess, right. until they can get to a real job. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Which, hey, there's nothing wrong with that, with working your way up. But at the same time, um, it kind of creates this culture and mindset, I guess, yeah. of of kids not being a valuable yeah. or like mm-hmm. they're not able to make these decisions. So I just kind of want to get uh, your heart on that. I know we've got a lot of kids programming coming up. Our VBS specifically yes. is next week. We're oh, very excited. <laughs> not freaking out at all. No, completely um, confident in every way. <laughs> but there are so many reasons that I love about this church and, and the kids ministry that um, you have uh Headed up. I yeah. can't think of the right word. Cultivated. Mm-hmm. Cultivated. Um, that uh, puts a priority in kids and yeah. in their salvation. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just want to hear a little bit of your heart on that. For Do sure. you believe okay. that kids are the church of tomorrow or are they the church of today? Yeah. Well, I would say it's a little bit of both in a sense, but, right. but really I'll frame it this way. Um you can't look at it as just, they're just the kids of tomorrow mm-hmm. because then you'll miss out on all what they are. I mean, kids are kids are the most malleable human beings. Right. I they're mean, sponge. They, they are, they're sponges. Mm-hmm. And um, not to use a kid ministry reference like Plato, but like they really are extremely moldable. Right. Um, I would say one of the first things uh, that I was told uh, actually, by Stuart Smithson, who was the children's pastor here for a while, mm-hmm. um, uh, he said that a that kids up until about ten to twelve years old, mm-hmm. uh, everything blood they are developing their core belief system. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's going to you know not that it's solidified for life and they'll never change, but that's their core belief system is being developed and during that time. And it's crazy. It is. Mm -hmm. And so that really helped me, you know, when I first came into kids ministry, one of the things that um, when I was previously doing youth ministry for K-Life, 
one of the things that I saw more often than not was the testimony of, well, I, I thought I was saved when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And, but now that I'm a, you know, I got saved as a teenager or adults will say, you know, I was saved when I was younger. I thought I was, but then I got saved later on. And, and there's nothing wrong with that testimony. But what I began to see more and more was that there are a lot of kids that are thinking that they're getting saved or that they're, they're making this decision, but it's like that decision wasn't real where that decision wasn't. So it gave me a concern for what's, what's being taught. Like what right. is, how's mm-hmm. the gospel being presented? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it in a, in a, in a place where it's like kind of not pushy, but like, I mean, if you, you know, want to go to heaven, yeah. want to get saved, come down front. Right. And, right. and really for, for a second and third grader, mm-hmm. like that's scary. It is. You know, compared to an adult who's probably really feeling the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so one of the things that uh, I really sought to do when I first came in was just, just, teach them, mm-hmm. teach them truths that we would teach adults, teach right. them what, what is repentance, right. what is faith, what mm-hmm. is the gospel, what is, uh, Laura got, <laughs> kind of got on me the first time I talked about justification and she's oh. like, you used what word? I don't even know what that word means, <laughs> I know, Tyler. right? And I, and I was like, no, I explained it, I explained it. But, um, and I'll tell you, I'm not, look, when I first came into kids ministry, um, praise the Lord, I married a third grade teacher for nine years. I mean, uh. Laura, Laura listened to me for the first couple of weeks and she pulled me aside and said, babe, you, you cannot teach kids the way you teach teenagers. You can't. You're using mm-hmm. too many big words. You're losing <laughs> yeah. them. You can't do that. So I've had to really over the course of five years, and I'm still learning, yeah. um, really teaching kids well. But but the concepts of these truths, mm-hmm. um, I, I never, I don't think I actually sat down and say, bow your heads, close your eyes, raise your hand if you right. want to be saved. I don't think I've actually done that because part of what I'm seeking to do is just explain the gospel right. to kids, explain faith to them and, and what Jesus did for them. Not just, mm-hmm. yes, Jesus died on the cross for your sins, but but why? What does that mean? Why, yeah, yeah, why did he have to What's die the next step? for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. and because ultimately what kids, what what we all need mm-hmm. is to be convicted of, of by the Holy Spirit. Right. right? That's, that's gonna be leading to salvation. So to me, I, I can't do that. Right. And I'm not going to try to be the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and do that. <laughs> right. but, Thank you. But, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but if I spend, if a kid in our kids' ministry is with us for from kindergarten through mm-hmm. fifth grade mm-hmm. or fourth grade, mm-hmm. and by the time they're in fourth grade, if they become convicted of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. they may come and say, hey, I'm, I'm ready to be saved. But when I start asking them, what is sin? And... and, and why do you believe you've sinned? And what mm-hmm. now, What do you want to do with that? Why do you want Jesus to save you? Mm-hmm. Why, like they're going to be able to answer this because this is what we've right. been teaching yes. them right. and building that foundation of, for, for years. And then even then, helping mm-hmm. kids to understand that even as Christians, because we've got we've got kids that are even got saved when they were in mm-hmm. kindergarten, which is awesome. And yeah. that can totally happen. Um, but there a lot of times, and I struggled with this as a kid is, um, and I wasn't saved until I was a, a, a freshman in high school, but still I thought about, you know, well, as a as a good kid, mm-hmm. I, better, I better do good or God won't, you know, <laughs> do I need to be saved again? So right, we're a little right. big on teaching kids like, hey, you're yeah. going to mess up as a, as a believer mm-hmm. um, and you're going to always have uh, that opportunity though to come to the Lord and, mm-hmm. and say, man, forgive me, Lord, for that. Not to be saved again, yeah. but mm-hmm. to have that continual seek of, right. singing of repentance and turning back to Him. Now, and, this and, is why I feel like VBS is awesome. It's an incredible jumping point. Um, Kids who have never heard the gospel story um, and doing it in a really novel way, you know, Mm -hmm. in a way that really captures their attention. This is why camps are incredible. Mm -hmm. But 
like you're saying, with the continued um, ministering to their moldable hearts, this is why it's so important to have um, people in our kids' lives that love them, that speak into their lives on a regular basis. This is why Sunday school teachers, we Mm -hmm. need them. We need people who are committed to not just the one time, but for right. the long haul. Right. And that's why, um, you know, we are very relational ministry mm-hmm. minded. Yes. And um, we knew um, on Wednesday nights, we knew we had to have small groups mm-hmm. because yeah. when those kids come, you know, if they're just part of a big group, they mm-hmm. might not get that one-on-one attention or that small um, group attention. But when when they when they come into their to their small group, they have their uh, kids that are their age, and they have their leader that's waiting for them to pour into that. them every week, yeah. and they feel like they belong. And when they're not there, you know they're they're missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel so. So I'll I'll say this: I love I love your position on on ministering to kids. It's one of the reasons why we stayed here is mm-hmm. our family because. I basically I decided, you know what? I could go to a very mediocre church if my kids are in a place that is giving yes. them a good solid gospel foundation, you know, not right. just not just what they're getting at home, but they need that. And mm-hmm. um from the first moment they loved it. Um one of the best visuals, I guess, illustrations I've ever heard about kids in ministry. Um, because I remember asking um, my youth pastor once, like, why do you have so much patience <laughs> for some of these, especially these teenage boys? Why? You know, and he goes, you know what? <clears throat> I can tell that God's got a hold on their life. And mm-hmm. my job is just to hold that crown over their head mm-hmm. until they grow up into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, good. And... So now, like as I'm dealing, you know, with teenagers or or the young kids, you know, yeah. the ones that are just obnoxious or yeah. don't seem to be hearing Anything. what you have to say, yeah, right. um, we're holding that crown, that that right. that kingdom position for them, you yeah. know, um, and that's good for not just kids. I mean, it's for adults too. But we talk about how malleable a child's mind is right. and their heart and their mm-hmm. their soul. Um, they haven't been tainted by the dirt, the filth right. of the world. You know, most kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's going to come. Right. And so that's why you build and that foundation. And that's going to harden them. Yes. To, planting those seeds. They're, so, they're just so open to it right uh-huh. now. And they it's are. Just, yeah. I love it. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a sweet thing. Um, and, and so um, we got to wrap up now, but my thought is I want to hear about VBS. I know you've got a lot of piratey costumes um, yes. that have finished. My mother-in-law has been <laughs> sewing up a storm. I know we've got a bunch of barrels and ship pieces coming mm-hmm. in because it is pirate-themed yes. or shipwrecked. I'm Mystery so Island. excited. Yes. Um, so, Laura, I want to hear a little bit about your prep for VBS. What's, what's on the docket for you this week? Well, we are... Um, Kimmy and I actually are, are <laughs> heading out the Bible story, um, and we are decorating our Bible story room. It's going to be mm-hmm. awesome. We are uh, preparing a, a ship, and um, we are also going to be practicing our skit mm-hmm. and getting prepared for um, teaching these right. kiddos about um, the character of God, and we're going to be focusing in on um, the attributes of, of who God is mm-hmm. during this next week of VBS, so yeah. we are... 
um, we're praying and and preparing and practicing this I love week. It. So. And what is your pirate name? Oh man, you're no, you're <laughs> Peggy. Peg, oh, Peg, Peg leg. leg Patricia. Yes, or Peg Leg Peggy. 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 <laughs> it's Patricia <laughs> Parrot. Maybe. See, that's oh, okay. all. I, that's all I got to practice. I know. Yeah, gonna, in there. Yes, I am Hook Hands Harriet. Yes. I have two hooks. Yes. <laughs> and then we've got and an eye patch Eileen. Yes, Amy Womack. And we've got a teenage boy who's coming in who's going to dress up in a full body parrot suit. Right. Can't yes. wait. Yes. Yeah. So um, every kid will be, be coming to our station learning the Bible story. And a bunch of the way. teachers have been in all the last yeah. couple of days and yeah. will continue to come in. I've seen some of the rooms are yes. on yeah. point. Yes. They are yeah. Awesome. Teachers do a the fun, entire campus will job. be transformed it. into Mystery Island. Right. And the, the stage the, too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be yeah, they're working on that this week and this Sunday. Everyone will get to see huge volcanoes. You are not gonna wanna miss it's it. It's gonna be awesome. I love it. And I want to take a second too and kind of brag on on the Bible story team. Um, I love, um, I get to float a lot on during VBS, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And one of the things I love to do is just listen to the Bible story. Um, but that is uh, really for a lot of kids, um, one of their favorite parts of all of Bible school. And it's not to put pressure. It's just <laughs> yeah. the, the fact <laughs> of the matter is- <laughs> Don't because, screw it up, guys. That's right. But no, but they, they really do, um, our Bible story team um, every year really, what I, and this kind of goes back to what we were originally talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, in VBS, I don't necessarily like having all the kids in one place and then sharing the gospel and having them respond. Like the gospel is shared in that Bible story. Mm-hmm. And what we have, mm-hmm. it's, what's really neat is kind of the day before we have kids kind of do a kind of a spiritual checklist and inventory, mm-hmm. um, especially for those third grade and up. Yeah. And so teachers kind of have a, a feel for kind of where they're at spiritually or where they yeah. think they are. Yeah. And then as they hear the gospel, mm-hmm. then when they have that time in their classroom at the end, uh, the, there's really great leeway there into mm-hmm. talking about having a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. And I mean, mm-hmm. we have a lot of teachers that share the gospel with their kids that lead kids to Jesus. Um, so exciting. It is, yeah. it's super sweet. And, and even those kids that we, we hear of so much that go home and the Holy Spirit's just working mm-hmm. on their hearts and yep. they're laying in bed and saying, mom, I, I don't know Jesus. I need yeah. to be saved. So, um, so lots is. of seeds deal. are gonna be planted. It is, it's a sweet time. BBS. So it is, it's be good. something that we ask all of you that are listening, please be in prayer for VBS this mm-hmm. this yeah. next week, uh, but even before that, for um, the hearts and minds of the teachers that yep. are coming in, that mm-hmm. that uh, God would prepare us um, to be speaking these things, that right. He would give mm-hmm. us the words to say, that He right. would make our hearts tender for those kids that mm-hmm. <laughs> struggle, mm-hmm. um, uh, that that He would, and I know He is, but that He would show us the path we need to take with all that. Um, and right. then, yes, be praying for these precious kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These kids, um, the ones who have heard the gospel their whole lives but have never grasped onto it. The mm-hmm. kids who have never heard the gospel right. once, and this is going to be new and and a totally mm-hmm. uh, different way of life that they've yeah. ever yeah. heard. And then also, something we don't think about, but the parents yeah. Mm-hmm. And the siblings, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents of these kids, they're going to go home and they're going to share these things. Yes. Um, and that God would work in incredible ways there. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, be praying for all those things. And um, 
I can't wait to give a report on how it went. I know, I know. it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. And really so come, huge outreach. come Sunday, come see how the stage is all decorated. Yes. It's going to be pirate worship on Sunday. I guess. Right. And if you haven't it signed is. up your kid, go to firstlovaca.com mm-hmm. uh, forward slash VBS and sign them up. Please. Um, we have lots of space available. So yep. I mean, tell your friends about it. Yeah. Have, your, have your friends sign their kids up. And right. you can walk on. That's Absolutely. what I asked today. You can mm-hmm. just yep. bring your kid any of the days, yep. um, right. but they do get a special prize. Yeah, if you pre-register if you before Friday, June fourth, then you okay. uh, be able to come in on Monday with a prize. Get a prize, and that's right. And it's just a lot easier too because you get in, get a ticket, has mm-hmm. where your class is, yeah. where it's at, and you can grab a prize, go straight up to your room. It's just a lot easier than coming in later and having to go through all that registration process. Right. But you can yeah. totally sign up day of. But I love it. Mm-hmm. it I love online, it. Do it. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. I'm yeah. glad that summer started for you, Laura, so that you don't have to be in school right now. Well, <laughs> you I'm can teaching be here. summer school, but well, it's all good. after <laughs> summer still school. Good. Still it's good. a half it's day. It's not a full in. day. Yeah. Um, and Tyler, we're going to be in prayer for you this next week. It's going to be big. Yeah. So um, thanks for joining us today for the First Slovakia podcast. Um, I'm glad you joined us and uh, sign your kids up for VBS. All right. <laughs> have awesome. a great week. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks for joining us today on the First Lavaca podcast. You can connect with us online at firstlavaca.com. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss out on exciting new content. Have a great week.